beauty and skincare is always a hot topic around here, and today I want to tell you about a new product line I've discovered that I think you will like, Exponent Beauty. Listeners of the show will receive 20% off their purchase. More details on that in a minute. Exponent Beauty is a skincare brand with a line of activated anti-aging serums that are clinically proven to reduce fine lines and wrinkles. The beauty of Exponent Beauty is their innovative form factor. The powders are activated with a quadruple hyaluronic acid serum in their patented precision-dosed dispenser. The packaging is gorgeous, and the dispenser itself is refillable, so it has also reduced plastic waste. Exponent Beauty's line of serums can be found in med spas and spas and dermatologists' office around the country. The line is dermatologist-recommended and clinically proven to reduce those fine lines and wrinkles, and to increase brightness and radiance, and to firm skin without irritation. No more expired or underutilized products with Exponent Beauty, just high-quality skincare with ingredients that work. Go to ExponentBeauty.com and use code TELL20 for 20% off a purchase of $100 or more. That's Exponent, E-X-P-O-N-E-N-T, Beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y.com and use code TELL20, T-E-L-L, the numbers two zero for 20% off your purchase of $100 or more. to tell you. And you have 10 things to tell. This show is about connection with each other and with ourselves. And the hope is that the things we talk about here will be fuel for better conversations and a personal awareness. This is an interactive podcast. Each episode has a prompt and a topic that I want you to take to your journal, text to your best friend, or answer on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. This is a show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. Welcome friends to another episode of the 10 things to tell you podcast. I am so glad that you are here today. I cannot believe actually that it is October. I mean, on the one hand, this has a little bit been the year that never ends. But on the other hand, it just feels like I can't believe we're here already. We are in the final stretch of the year 2020. October is a big month for our family. Both of my kids have October birthdays. And while usually we are swimming in fall activities, I feel like there's always a million things happening in October. We don't have that this year. Of course, we are remote learning in our home with no activities to speak of. But Jeff is going back to work making the movie that he started before that production got shut down by COVID. I am ramping up a lot of end of the year work stuff. And so it is, even in quarantine land, kind of crazy busy around here. And so I felt like it was the perfect time to revisit the prompt, ask me in three months. 
Now, this is actually the third year in a row that I have used this prompt at this time of year. Two years ago in 2018, when I did my very first, the very original 10 things to tell you prompt on social media, this was before I had a podcast of this name. This was sort of the thing that precipitated making this idea, this conversation starter prompts idea into this show two years ago. I did a social media challenge called 10 Things to Tell You. And every day for 10 days, we answered a different prompt. One of the prompts in that original challenge, which you can still find on the 10thingstotellyou.com website, you can find those 10 original prompts. But one of them was ask me in three months. Because I was hosting that challenge at the end of September with roughly three months left in the year, it was really a call to take some of these things that you have in your life projects, tasks, chores, the things that get really put off and put away. They never actually get done, even with the best of intentions. They just sort of fall down on the priority list. And I wanted people to just identify one or two of those things. Give yourself three months, basically until the very end of the year. Tell a friend, someone who will keep you accountable, Preferably, you could maybe do this together and say, hey, I really want to finish or do this thing before next year. So that was one of the original prompts in the 10 Things to Tell You Challenge. And then I made that prompt into an episode last year on this show, episode 35, where I challenged us again to the Ask Me in Three Months idea. Now listen, measuring out something by three months, by 90 days, that is not an original concept. You can see that that comes up sometimes with people who talk a lot about habits or goal setting. Some of the business shows or people I follow, they're often breaking things into 90-day increments. So I certainly do not take credit for you know, looking at this back section of the year as my own invention. This is somewhat of a common thing. But what I want us to do with the Ask Me in Three Months idea is to set it apart a little bit from traditional goal setting. So there's lots of ways to think about goal setting. I like doing this in my personal life, in my work life, having goals, working towards them, cultivating habits that feed your goals on all kinds of elements, you know, like health or productivity, spiritual even, if you feel like you benefit from that kind of discipline. That is not what this is. (laughs) This is actually more about taking this thing you've procrastinated, either because it's a big task and you just don't want to tackle it, or because there's something emotional about it that's been keeping you from doing it. This is sort of taking one or two things that you really want to do and you just have not done it. It may or may not be serving a greater goal. It might be a standalone thing. Here are some examples for what I'm talking about when I serve up the ask me in three months prompt. I'm talking about getting a mammogram. I'm talking about doing a complete closet clean out. Are you just drowning in stuff, but you haven't taken the time to really clean it all out, get it donated? deal with the emotional aspects of 
cleaning things out. I'm talking about things like writing an important letter to someone that really has no timestamp on it, but you've been meaning to do it. And somehow like two years has slipped by and you've never done it. These are the kinds of things that I'm talking about when I ask you to identify something that you want to have done or completed in three months. Now there's an argument to be made for some of these things that they should not take you three months. Like, why don't we say we'll do it by the end of this month? Well, that's valid. And that might be a motivator for some people. I like to set myself up for success in this way. And I don't know what's going on with your family. I already explained there's a lot happening with my family. If I set myself up for an unattainable goal, then when the deadline comes and goes, I'm so defeated by the fact that I didn't do it. I kind of beat myself up and it does not further motivate me to want to still do it. (laughs) Giving myself a near impossible task list is like a recipe for me to want to crawl into a hole and not do anything at all. I just freeze up and get paralyzed. Giving ourselves three months gives us time to identify these projects, state them out loud in a way that will keep us accountable. So maybe you put it on social media if that's your style. Maybe you just share it with a friend and say, can we do this together? Maybe you write it you know, really big in your planner and you have to see it every single day that way. I don't know. I just know that for me, giving myself a long runway for something that might be either emotionally fraught or actually just be a task that's going to take a lot of time. It's just better for me to do it that way. Also, with the end of the year as a really natural marker for closing up one period of time, starting fresh in another period of time, I love the end of December, beginning of January. Like I sort of love that transitional week between years. I tend to get a lot of clarity and a lot of satisfaction around that time of year with my journaling, with looking back, with looking forward, setting new goals and visions for the time ahead. Like I really like having a natural beginning and end. And so it just plays very well into this, depending on the size of your thing that you want to be asked about in three months. Okay, so here are some logistics around the prompt. If it hasn't already come into your mind exactly what it is that you want to tackle or complete, I have a few parameters that you could put around it that might make this easier. Y'all know that I love to play games on my phone to unwind, and I am always looking for a new one to download. And I recently ran across Two Dots, and I want to tell you about it. Two Dots is a free-to-download, puzzle-based game that involves connecting dots through relaxing puzzles while unlocking levels and collecting prizes along the way. There are different gameplay modes to make the experience unique and exciting with every single puzzle. There are over five thousand distinct puzzles with various power-ups and special dots ready to earn as you move through the levels. The in-app music and visually stimulating interface provide a soothing experience when you just want to relax and unwind. 
Not only is Two Dots free to download, but it can also be played without internet connection. So playing on the go offline is a breeze. And if you don't want to play alone, you can challenge your friends on Facebook as well as connect with the larger Two Dots community for even more engagement. If you're looking for the perfect game to help you relax but also keep you engaged, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS. It's not every day that you find a product that you truly love and want to shout about from the rooftops. Well, friends, I have found something that I am genuinely excited to share with you today, and that is Born Shoes. Born Shoes are made with the best top quality leather with functional stitching and flexibility. They are lightweight, but they're also supportive. They are great for all casual occasions, extremely comfortable, and especially good for travel. The brand recently gifted me a pair of the Ithaca style sandals. Of course, they are beautiful. The footbed has extra foam for added comfort and with a slight heel for lift. I am positive that I could walk all over London in this pair of shoes, just like I did in my Born Sandals last summer. Born Shoes offers sandals, flats, boots, and heels in several styles and color choices. Take comfort in Born Shoes. Every season, they make high-quality shoes that feel as good as they look. With artistic touches, unparalleled craftsmanship, and exquisite materials, Born designs shoes to satisfy the demands of every lifestyle. Go to bornshoes.com for a 15% discount plus free ground shipping on all full-price shoes when you use my promo code TELL. That's born, B-O-R-N, shoes, S-H-O-E-S, dot com, and use promo code TELL, T-E-L-L, for 15% off and free shipping, available exclusively to our listeners for a limited time. So here are some of the logistics that is helpful to me when I am thinking about what I want to happen for myself between now and the end of the year, when I'm thinking about what realistically can get done, especially with general family busyness and, you know, the holiday season looming, that definitely affects my time frame for certain things. Because from Thanksgiving to Christmas in our family, as I'm sure might be true in yours, a lot of things look different in those months, schedules, priorities, task lists, etc. So in some ways, I try not to add a lot of extra weight to the holiday season with goals and things that don't have anything to do with holidays. <laughs> but here are some logistics. So number one, only pick a few things. And I am saying max three. You might even just have one, one big thing that you really want to do before the end of the year. Two is fine, especially because a lot of us are working in several different categories. You might have a work something and you might have a home something or a health something or a relationship something. But really, I would say three is the max. If these are things you have been procrastinating, then they're not just going to magically happen easily. So let yourself off the hook by not taking every single thing you've ever wanted to do and adding it to this list. You might brainstorm out a bunch of things if you aren't really sure exactly what to focus on. You might sit down and make like a list of of all the things that come to your mind that fits in this category and then maybe just really focus on the number one thing I want to do and then here's plan B and plan C, something like that. I really think that, again, setting ourselves up for success here, being realistic about our capabilities and our time and our energy This really should only be between one and three things. Number two, for this prompt, in the way that we are thinking about this particular task, it shouldn't be something that's ongoing. 
I want to talk later on the show, maybe in a few months, maybe as we get closer to the end of the year, about making and breaking habits. There are some things I'm working on in my life right now. I won't be coy about it. One of those things is screen time in general, phone addiction. One of those things is Dr. Pepper consumption, which has gotten out of control as I reach for my favorite comfort drink during this stressful year of COVID and quarantine. Those are two habits I'm really trying to wrangle. Those two things are separate from what I'm talking about. Those are ongoing habits that I'm working on. If you have a goal around your health, maybe if you are trying to learn to eat differently, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to build a habit around some kind of body movement, running or yoga or anything, that is great. That is an important part of our life. That is not what this is. Those are ongoing habits and disciplines and That is different from us taking a look at ourselves three months in the future and if we feel good about some of the things that we wanted to get done. If we finished the year strong, if we met some of our personal goals, that is what we're talking about. It's not an ongoing thing. It is specific, tangible things that can be done in a period of three months and then they will be done. And the January versions of ourselves that are starting 2021 are really happy that they got done. Okay, the other logistics thing to think about is this is easier if it is not reliant on someone else, either someone else's participation or someone else's approval or something like that. Now, as in all things in life, this is flexible, of course, if, for example, your ask me in three months task is getting a mammogram, then you are of course reliant upon the availability of that appointment, of your own schedule, etc. Like there's other people involved with making that happen. So I understand that. But I guess what I mean is if there is some kind of project that you want to do, let's say you want to hold a garage sale and you had talked with three of your neighbors who are also interested in holding a garage sale before the weather turns, but when you reach out to them and nobody can do it this month and nobody can do it the next month, and then it starts to become like a whole complicated thing, that's not you blowing it. That's not you not meeting your goals. That is trying to coordinate with other people. So that would be a hard one to choose in this scenario unless you know already that it is going to work out just fine. As always, I'm not telling you exactly how to do this. I'm making this up as we go along. Every year, I tweak it a little bit. But I am offering up ways for you to think about it and to make it be something that you are proud of in three months. You will be proud to say, I did it. I did this thing. High five. Let's go get margaritas. So I hope that a few things have already popped into your mind about what this task might be. But if not, I am going to go first and give you an update on my Three items from last year, what I talked about on this show in episode 35, 2019, ask me in three months, did I finish it before the year 2020 started? And then I'm also going to tell you what's on my list for this year. A few things that I want to have completed in the next three months. Okay, so last year, the first and arguably most important one on my list was updating our estate plan. 
This was something Jeff and I had desperately been needing to do. We had been married over 10 years. Quite a bit had changed in our life since our wedding day when we had first made a will together, and it really was time to revisit it. In fact, as I explained last year, we had sat down with our original will and gone through and sort of talked through some of the really big changes that we needed to make in this document that is very important, but that we had originally created before we had children, before we lived, where we live now, like a lot has changed. And that's just one of those overwhelming tasks that even if you talk about it and make a few decisions around it, which we had done, we hadn't yet followed through with all the necessary other parts of that task, contacting lawyers, filling out paperwork, blah, blah, blah. Well, I am happy to report that we have updated all of those documents. I did not do it in the three-month time frame. I really wanted to, but therein is one of the downfalls to choosing something that involves other people. That's why I kind of made that a parameter this year, is that coordinating that with multiple people's schedules and multiple people's desire or availability to sit down and have several different hard conversations That was a much bigger task than I was fully ready for. So it took a lot longer than the three months I gave it at the end of last year. So be forewarned if you have some kind of similar thing in your mind. It might take longer than you think. But I will say, not just because we needed to get it done. Obviously, we did. I feel like we were years behind when I talked about it last year. But because I had shared it with friends, and then of course, publicly here on this show, it kept me accountable to be like, oh yeah, I really need to do this. I'm going to have to like report back about it to someone. And this is genuinely a thing that needs to get done. But the accountability piece did make a difference in the way that I thought about it. So we got that done. It was after the new year and I felt so relieved and proud of us because it was a thing we had put off. We knew it was important. It required some emotional energy and not the type that's fun, but we did it and that matters to the bigger picture of our lives. So that was one of mine from last year. Another one of mine from last year was to get caught up on my family photo books. Now listen, Uh, that was way too big of a task. I mean, way too big of a task to put on myself for three months. It's actually an impossible one to have even met. I I would have had to become like a full-time photo book maker to have gotten all caught up with the various family yearbooks, baby books, vacation photo books that are on my list of things I want to do. I should have narrowed it down. I didn't. It's fine. I'm telling you now. I did, after that episode, have Miss Freddie, who is a professional photo organizer. I had her come on the show because I was working towards that goal. And she talked about digital photo organizing. And then recently, of course, she came back on the show to talk about family yearbooks in particular. And so while talking to her on this show did not necessarily advance my goal of catching up on all the world's photo books, it was actually on my mind. And I was inching towards getting that thing done, even though it didn't totally get done. I did make a few photo books. I did learn how to do it better. So that's part of that process, right? But that goal was a want. It wasn't a need. It was not crucial, unlike the estate plan. And so I wanted to do it and I put out in the universe that I wanted to do it, but I A, was not specific enough with stating that intention. We're going to get more 
into that in a second. And B, it just didn't get all the way done because for the same reasons that it had been simmering on the priority list for years, basically, is the same reason that it didn't get done in its entirety because I wasn't specific about exactly what I wanted and I wasn't exactly sure how to go about what I wanted. So that's another thing to think about as you're looking at these project-based things that you might want to get done in three months. With sunshine, outdoor activities, and so many fun things to do outside, it is impossible not to enjoy all of these good weather days up ahead. Of course, we all know that more sun and fun means more sweating, and yes, more odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi. Lumi is the first of its kind in the full-body deodorant world and is seriously safe to use on any and every part of your body. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how regular body odor was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. I especially love that Lumi deodorant is baking soda and paraben-free. It is also pH-balanced for safe use on all areas of your body. You can choose from a variety of fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code U at lumideodorant.com. That equates to 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi, L-U-M-E, deodorant, D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T, Dot com and use code U, Y-O-U. Okay, and then third of the things that I talked about last year that I wanted to get done before the end of the year, it was reach out to that person. Now, this one might be the most universally understood thing. A lot of us have someone that we want to reach out to, that we need to reach out to. We need to write them a letter. We owe them a phone call someone we've lost touch with, someone we need to reconnect with, someone we owe an apology. We all have those people, right? And it seems like the years just slip by without making amends or making a reconnection. And so that one was important to me that I stated in 2019. And I will say that I also achieved that one. Less motivated by that being something that I publicly put out there, because I'm being vague with the details purposefully. And so I didn't feel like anyone was necessarily going to hold me accountable to that particular task that I wanted to complete. And there might be some of those on your list too. There might be things that are held very tightly, that are very private, and that no one will know we set the intention to do that thing. And maybe no one will know if we did or didn't do it. That's not totally in the spirit of what this prompt is, because I really do think that there's a lot of power in the accountability part of this, but I also understand that sometimes these things are private and sensitive. So I stated that reaching out to a specific someone was one of the things I wanted to do by the end of the year, and I did that thing. I did reach out. So I had three things. Two of them I did. One of them I sort of did. Not really. It was too lofty of a goal. So I learned from that one and I took some steps towards completing it, but it just was silly to have wanted to tackle all the photo books that I'm years behind in doing. So I feel like two out of three, not too shabby. I'm very pleased with how this prompt went for me. 
And I absolutely loved hearing from some of you in January. A lot of people came out and said that they had achieved their tasks or projects for their Ask Me in Three Months prompt, and that was really, really fun. So when you set yours this week, please do tell me what they are. You can post it on social media. Make sure you tag the show at 10 Things to Tell You. We'll also have a thread going in the 10 Things to Tell You connection group on Facebook so you can share there and be accountable to one another there. And we will for sure be doing check-ins on those things over the next three months and then, of course, at the beginning of the year, 2021. Okay, so here is my own list for 2020 that I want to finish in the next three months before the end of the year when I was journaling out my own brainstorm, all the things that I really want to achieve or complete or start even before 2020 comes to a close, it just feels so different this year than any other year, right? Like so much is happening in our homes, in our country, in our cities. I don't know how it feels for you or not, but for me, goal setting right now is a really odd task because the world is so uneven I don't know what our life is going to look like next month or the next month or the next month. I don't know if I can make some goals around projects or whatever, because I'm not really sure what kind of time I'm going to be looking at. Will my, still, will my kids still be at home? Will this be happening? Will that be happening? It's a lot. And I, I fully recognize that and definitely recognize it as I was making my own list of what felt realistic, what felt overwhelming. And here's where I landed. I picked... One project for my home, one project for my work, and one project that was creative. I felt like those were all be things I could be realistic about in the next few months. So number one, I want to totally reorganize my kitchen. I have never felt all of my 41 years (laughs) as I do when I state that as a major goal in my life, but It is true. My kitchen is a disastrous mess. And it had probably been building up to this mess of disorganization for a long time. But when COVID quarantine hit in the spring and we were making three meals a day, all day, every day, I'd never done so much cooking in my whole entire life as I did in those early days of COVID. I was suddenly very aware that I just have a lot of crap in my kitchen that I don't use, that's not in the right place. There's random lids to things. I don't even know where the thing is that it's a lid to lives. I have a lot of things that I either no longer use because they're shot or because I just don't cook that way anymore or not all the parts are there or whatever. You know how it is. Kitchens are just nuts. And somehow it had escaped my attention that it was real chaos in our kitchen. And I just complained about it for the last six months, but really it does not inspire, you know, healthy cooking, happy family time, like the things I want our kitchen to be when it is such a mess. It feels like every drawer and cabinet is overflowing or disorganized or whatever. That is a big project for me. That will take a while, but I really, really want the kitchen to be our happy place again. It's not just about like everything matching or whatever. It's more about a bigger vision for our family. And if we are at home as much in 2021 as we have been in 2020, I don't want every meal to be a frustration. I want our cooking and quality time in the kitchen to be 
a little more streamlined. So that's number one. Number two, I want to make a very specific photo book for my husband, Jeff, as a Christmas gift. Don't tell him. (laughs) But I really want to make a 10 years at the lake photo book for him. We've actually been at our lake house for 11 years, so I am a year behind. But we have all of these pictures of Jeff and the kids and family members and all of these people like behind the boat at our house. It is a huge joy for our family, but especially for my husband. And so I kind of wanted to do like a 10-year commemorative lake book thing. I wanted to get that done in time for his birthday. It did not happen. So now I'm hoping to get that done for his Christmas gift. And I feel better about this goal after last year's photo book disaster of a goal because I have set it as one book. It has very specific time frame parameters and I want to have it done for Christmas. So this feels like actually something that I can do. It's the creative version of these three things I'm sharing. It is not vitally important if it does not get done, but it will be a joy for our whole family if I can. Okay. And then number three, this is kind of a work one. So I won't get to inside baseball for everyone, but I really want to create my first ebook. This is a completely random task. There are so many things that I have wanted to create that are like longer than a blog post, but don't quite fit into podcast content. There's a lot of things that I have wanted to do for years and years, actually, to put in just a few pages ebook that could be a resource for you that I would be very glad to have and point people to. And I just have never sat down and done it. So that is sort of wrapped up in a few other work goals that I'm working towards that are sort of like bigger picture things. But one of them is definitely to put together an ebook. It's been on my project list for ages and ages. It just never gets done because other things take priority. I've finally figured out a way to do it, I think. And I definitely figured out what I want the content to be. So now it's just a matter of actually doing it. And I feel like if I can conquer this random work task, then I feel like I will be able to do a few other projects that I have in the same vein that I also have been meaning to do for a long time. It's kind of one of those things like once you get the ball rolling, once you've taught yourself how to do something, it just trickles down into a lot of other goals or projects or tasks that you also want to do. One thing can beget like 10 things. That's the hope. And so we all have different kinds of work. We all have different work, you know, ideas and the kind of things that don't get done because you spend maybe your work day putting out fires or doing the things that have to always get done. And these extras just end up on the back burner. And I've had this particular extra that I've been wanting to do for like, honestly, years. And it's time. It is time to do some of this stuff. So those are my three ask me in three months goals. Organize my kitchen, make a lake photo book for Jeff, create an ebook for you. I would love to hear your Ask Me in Three Month goals. Again, I'll be providing a space on social media. I would love it if you would post and I can share in stories. If you tag me, I can comment. I would love to see what you guys are sort of working on and thinking through for these final months of the craziest year. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, it is a lovely little place. And we would love to have you in there sharing your projects or tasks for the next few months. And of course, most importantly, always reach out to someone you know in real life. Text them, fox them, send them this episode, talk about what it means for you, hold each other accountable so that 
in the first week of January, in exactly three months, you can check in. Did you do it? I did it. Let's celebrate. That is what I'm envisioning in three months. I really see it happening. So go forth, share, and ask me in three months. We can do this. and you've just listened to the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. You can find the show notes and subscribe to episode emails at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. Remember, this is an interactive podcast. I have 10 things to tell you and you have 10 things to tell. So take this topic to your journal or a friend or post on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. These episodes are meant to bring connection with others and ourselves and spark better conversations. Thanks for listening. Now go share something.